Welcome to Maidens of Metal and Mayhem, where we talk all things metal, horror, with a dash of mayhem. We are your hosts, Sam. And I'm MJ. And this is our first episode, so we thought it would be a good idea to maybe get into why we're making this podcast and get into why we even like metal um, in general. Sam and I actually uh, have known each other for many years. Uh, We have a huge age gap, actually, which is one of the reasons why we chose each other for this podcast, because uh, the difference in age and the different... um, point of view and with between her and me we cover a huge spectrum of all kinds of metal and horror movies and we know each other because um she is my soon-to-be cousin she is getting married to my fairy godchild uh (laughs) (laughs) on october 31st for a very spooky wedding of course. <laughs> yes. So we're super excited about that. Um, I guess I'll go first as to why I, uh, how I got into metal. Yeah. Where did it start? Because you definitely started getting into metal way before I did. Yes. Uh, I'm much older. <laughs> um, so for me, uh, as a young child, I uh, was born in 1980 and I grew up with two older brothers One was eight years older and one was six years older than me. And they were listening to hair metal bands, bands like Dio, um, Iron Maiden, uh, Black Sabbath. They were listening to it all. And that is what I was listening to because they were older than me and I had no choice. Um, (laughs) So uh, with that being said, you know, I was a child of the 80s and 90s, and um, I was listening and stealing my brother's records and cassettes. Yes, people, cassettes and records. It's what I grew up with. It's what I knew. Um, and then in the 90s, when I was, you know, coming into my own uh, type of music that I enjoyed, it then turned into more of like a darker uh, genre of metal, like Metallica, Megadeth, Pantera, uh, bands like that. Um, in the, I would say late eighties and nineties. Uh, then of course, grunge hit uh, that exploded and I was a huge fan of grunge. Um, and then towards my late teens, it was new metal. Um, such as bands as like Corn, uh, Slipknot. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the bands um, that were <laughs> that were out during that time. So for me, especially towards more of the like the Metallica, the Megadeth um, bands like that. They not only had were so instrumentally fantastic, but they were lyrically fantastic. And as a teenager with teen angst, it just it fit me. And um, I 
I not only found it relaxing, but I found solace um, in uh, heavy metal. And I, I generally have a vast array of metal that I that I enjoy and that I like. Um, it depends on the day, it depends on my mood, but usually every day I'm listening to some sort of metal. So that's how I got into metal. Sammy, uh, how did you get into metal? So actually funny story is I started getting really into new metal. That was kind of the first genre I got into was like new metal, symphonic metal, because I got into it like the end of middle school. So mid 2000s, cusp of like the early 2010s. So the first band that got me into metal was actually Megadeth. My now fiance, um, boyfriend at the time, showed me a couple of their songs and it really just got me interested in the genre in general. And then from there, I started using like YouTube and um, Pandora, and I found like a ton of other bands. New metal was pretty big at the time, so like I found like Corn and other bands like that. Um, I was really into Evanescence at the time. Another band that I still listen to to this day was Chevelle. They were like one of my favorite bands of all time. All through high school, I listened to them a ton. Um, still listen to listen to them to this day. That's really where I started. It just it was very similar to how you said where. I was definitely kind of like an outcast, so it kind of gave me that feeling of inclusion. It gave me something that made me feel like more seen, more cared about, and it was just more um, generally more interesting to me than listening to like all the pop music that everyone liked at the time. I mean, I definitely secretly was a Taylor Swift fan at the moment, but I would never admit that to anybody. <laughs> we all have our, our secret pleasures. I mean, I'm, I'm an out and proud Taylor Swift fan now because she's great. <laughs> Still listen to metal, but I'm I'm not gonna pass up some T Swift. <laughs> That's perfectly okay. I love me some Pink. I love her. I just adore her. So it's okay. It's okay to love metal and any other genre that you want, because really, it's music. It's all about what makes you feel good. Oh, exactly, and what sounds good, and what just is fun to listen to. That's why I like metal so much. I think it's. On top of just, like, it's got that more, like, darker aesthetic that I definitely also enjoy. It's also just really fun to listen to and just, like, headbang to. Get some of that, like, energy out. But I feel like a lot of other genres don't do as often. No, and I feel like with, with heavy metal, um, like you said, it, it it varies. Like, you could be completely depressed and there's there's a heavy metal song for it you could be in a mood where you're totally pissed off and there's a song for it you could be in a mood where you're totally happy and there's a song for it um you know it really i think it it goes across the board of all kinds of emotions that a person can feel um and i i feel like the other genres maybe not so much as heavy metal um, which does make me a little sad because, you know, metal is not at the forefront of music right now, but I'm hoping that, um, there's a whole new generation that will get involved with the heavy metal. Like for me, I'm a completely generation, a uh, separate generation than you are. And it, it continues, it continues. It, people will find it. The one thing I've always been curious about Sammy is... Um, I know that my fairy godchild, um, and his brothers have, um, you know, stated that I have been so much older than them that I've influenced them in music and movies. And I was curious, did that also 
turn to you with your fiance, soon to be hubby? I mean, probably, because a lot of the music that I started, like, at least originally getting into, it was from him showing that to me, because my background is, like, I'm the oldest kid, so I kind of had to kind of discover things on my own. I didn't have, like, older siblings to kind of show me things, so, you know, I grew up in pretty much a strictly, like, country household. That's pretty much what my parents listen to. It's what most of my family listens to, so I really wasn't introduced to, like rock or like metal really until I was in like middle school and it really started with him showing me uh, Megadeth and um, a couple other bands like that that really got me interested in being like oh this is a genre I'm kind of interested in I should look into this more and then it led me into finding like new metal and symphonic metal and power metal and going from there and going deeper in and finding like plenty of other genres yeah there's so many different genres under the the roof of metal and it's some of them I'll be straight up honest I've never listened to um you know so that if you know if you're listening to this podcast and you think of a band that is completely underground and you're like hey I want MJ and Sam to listen to this send us a message we'll listen to it we're uh we're all about uh finding something new and interesting out there Sam is always showing me something new because she's younger than me. Um, So she has more of what's in currently or what was in, you know, maybe five years ago that I wasn't paying any attention to. Kind of. I definitely know, I think maybe some more current bands, but I wouldn't say I'm the best at like what's the most like in and everyone's listening to. I definitely have my genres. But honestly, just listening through, like, Spotify has been the best way for me to find new bands. That's been my go-to. Just while I'm working, I just have random playlists that seem vaguely interesting, and that's how I find a lot of this new music. For me, it's uh, Amazon, although I uh, just uh, got a Spotify account, and, and YouTube. Because with YouTube, you can go, you could listen to a song, and there's, like, so many different suggestions for you below and you're like oh what's this and so and sometimes you get down the rabbit hole and you're like what the hell am I listening to um or in that case what the hell am I watching because you know YouTube can be a a little bit of a rabbit hole but fun oh totally (laughs) yeah all of a sudden you're like uh why am I watching a video about um, some dude and a doll and they're you know it's just like a creepy doll and you're like what yeah that's that's usually the youtube rabbit hole you end up with like some weird you end up on the weird side of youtube when you get going far enough <laughs> yes i've been there many many times <laughs> i feel like we all have and i continue to watch and i'm like and i get further and further into the rabbit hole and i'm like i gotta stop And that's with anything, like, if you're listening to, it doesn't matter what you're watching because it'll suggest something really weird for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just YouTube. That's been the way it has been for, like, at least a decade now. (laughs) At least. Yeah. Ever since I've been on YouTube. It's an endless hole of creativity and weirdness. Oh, I mean, that's just the internet. Yeah. And when I, (laughs) this is, oh, (laughs) when I had internet at first, it was dial-up. And uh, at the time, you nap. We had Napster, and it was it was a free program until 
Metallica. So when I was younger, it was Napster and it was free until Metallica got involved. Anyways, I digress. Um, and I, that really exploded my uh, knowledge of music because it was just there. It was just there. I didn't have to wait for the radio to play a song uh, for me to find it. I, I had Napster and I, ha I downloaded over a thousand songs, if not more. Um, and that was for me like it, like an explosion of technology and knowledge of all the different uh, music out there along with MTV when they used to play music videos. Yes, MTV played music videos. They do not so much anymore. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Every once in a while, you get like that little like hour long thing where they play classic music videos from like the 80s and 90s. <laughs> and with Napster, it would like it would say like 10 years to download. And you'd be like, you'd be so crazy because you're like, what? It didn't really take 10 years. But then if you were on the dial up and somebody picked up the phone, it totally messed up your download. It was like, like I was so pissed off because I'd be downloading like uh, a Pantera song and it said it had 10 years. And my mother picks up the phone and she's like, I have to call your grandmother. Anyway, so glad we do not have dial up anymore. Um, and I am, I think that with Napster, it kind of helped, um, your generation, Sam, into finding music because then you had, you know, you had Apple music, Spotify, Amazon, uh, so on and so forth. It really created it something special. I mean, I will say I definitely think I was a little young for Napster, but I did have LimeWire. When I was younger. Ah, yes. Livewire. I had that too. So many possible sketchy um, music downloads from that thing. Yeah. So many poor desktop computers that were destroyed by viruses. By viruses. Yep. But it was fun while it lasted. It was, it was free music, you know? Might have been sketchy. It most likely was labeled wrong, but it's fine. We got there in the end. <laughs> got there in the end. Got to listen to the song that you wanted to listen to. Fried your computer. Got another one. Yep. Did it all over again. Cycle continues. Cycle continued. You know, you didn't have to uh, wait for your favorite song to play on the radio and pop a cassette tape in like I did. And just sit there and wait for that perfect song to come on the radio and go record. Oh, no, we just, we would rip it from a YouTube video. <laughs> or you would just have to suffer through Pandora and just hope eventually that they would play the song you wanted to listen to. Oh, yes, Pandora. I I did get into Pandora, but it was highly frustrating because you would, you'd be like, no, I don't want to listen to that. And you would only get so many skips. Mm -hmm. And then you would have to listen to that song you did not want to listen to yeah that was my struggle through high school because it was like right before spotify became like a popular thing that people were using so it was just pandora or youtube whenever i was listening to music and that was it was rough but now that's less of a problem 
luckily. Yeah, it's the the technology is so much more advanced. It's fun for me to reminisce though about the the tough days, the hard days when like when you had your little cassette player and you know, you were trying to find your your list of songs that you wanted to put on that cassette. It would take you days. Uh yeah, and but then there was then there was Napster, and then you just had it all on your computer, and you would burn it onto a CD, and you would write cute little things on it for yourself or your, for your friends, and so that was that. I would say that was a fun time. Now, I would say for me, um, the mood I've been in recently is a lot of progressive metal, uh, like Dream Theater, Queen Shrike, and I would say Twelve Foot Ninja is a progressive metal band but they they have they're so interesting musically because they have like every type of music style in their metal music so um i like experimental and progressive and that's really what i've been into right now uh what about you oh i mean i've I've been on a huge, like, doom metal kick that's been my, like, go-to genre for a while now. Like, All Them Witches is one of my absolute favorites. I've seen them at least two or three times in concert at this point. King Buffalo, who is a Rochester, New York band, love them. I've seen them a couple times, too. Um, really just anything that's, like, super, like, bass-heavy and just, like, a wall of sound hitting you, that's been my absolute go-to right now. Nice. Now, what would you say is the is the band that you have seen the most? Not a metal band. Probably Amigo the Devil. I have never heard of them. Yeah, so he is, um, it's, I guess I would say it's like metal adjacent. When he's touring, he's a solo act, but he does have like a studio band. But he does, um, I think the genre he calls it murder folk. But it's like folk punk, but he tends to focus on, um, he does a lot of songs on like serial killers, a lot of other songs too. It's not the only things he talks about, but those are like his more popular ones. So it's like serial killers and chill. Kind of. I would say it's not like white women's obsession with serial killers, like not like that kind. (laughs) Not like true crime podcast level of like serial killer interest. Um, A lot of his stuff I really like about it is he's got really witty lyrics Definitely not metal music per se, but I would say it's like metal music adjacent. Like a lot of people that like metal go to his shows too because it's like a really interesting kind of take where he takes a lot of the, um, I would say, like imagery or like types of things that metal songs would be about, but he does it with a banjo instead or a theremin instead. So I've seen him, I think, three or four times at this point. And then the second would probably be All Them Witches, because I've seen them, like I said, I think like three times. What about you? Who's the band you've seen the most? For me, it's been Dream Theater. I have seen Dream Theater six times. Um, and I'm going on, on the seventh time in November. Um, sick. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Dream Theater fan. Uh, I, I have been since the late 90s. Uh, I do find that either you really love Dream Theater or you hate them. Sometimes it's very rare, like you same way where you find like somebody like 
that's in between that likes a couple songs, but not all of the songs. Um, the other band that I've seen the most would be Ghost. I love Ghost. I love their show. It's so entertaining, whether it be from their uh, the stage presence to the music. It's just I find them very entertaining. I've been there maybe four times to see Ghost. Uh, a couple times in New York City. Uh, I think a couple times like in the Philly area. So those would be my two top that I've seen the most. Uh, I'd like to see more of in this moment. Yeah, I can imagine that show has got to be really fun to go to. Yes, I I went once. I went um, to see in this moment and the 12 foot ninjas were um were before her so that's how i got to introduce to them too and she is like when you look at her up at that stage she it's like she's a goddess like it's it's just her presence alone is utterly amazing and of course she's got that great vocals and great um, stage props, although I think her stage props have gotten a lot better since the last time I saw them in 2013. And she had, uh, this was like her Black Widow album. And she had a cage and she was uh, pulling people to go into the cage. And I wanted so bad for Maria Brink to put me in that cage. I, but I didn't get picked. I was so sad. Um, (laughs) I'm so sad Um, but yeah I'd love to see in this moment more there are so many different female metal uh, uh, headbands that I I hope someday we could have on this show I really think that as far as metal goes we as women do have a long way to go Um, there's not as many female metal bands Mm-hmm. that um, are as popular as male bands. It's getting there, though. I think women are starting to become a lot more represented in metal. I think it's becoming a more, like, inclusive place for women. Definitely, like you said, far to go still, but I think mm-hmm. women are starting to get more empowered to, like, be part of the genre and not feel so intimidated by it. Yes. And I, the one thing I want to say is, you know, this show, uh, though um, – you know, it is it is our perspective. It's a female perspective um, on, you know, the metal and horror genres, which we feel that don't have a lot of female voices. That is why we're here. Um, we are not uh, in any way, shape, or form against men. We we love them. Um, we love the men of the community. Um, and so we're not, we're not here to mail bash. Oh, no. Um, we're just here to be, to be a voice and talk about what we like and maybe get more women to talk about what they like and ask questions and, uh, see what they're interested in. Yeah. Cause I think it's definitely, um, I feel like women are drawn to like different parts of metal and like different aspects of the scene in general. So I think it's just interesting to be able to like have that conversation and talk about like, well, what? us specifically like two um you know female presenting people and where we kind of sit with metal and like why we like it versus why like maybe like our male counterpoints might like it Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like there's kind of like the stereotype, you know, you have, you know, like the bro dude metal where it's just, you know, like a bunch of dudes that just want like really loud stuff. And it's like, but that stuff may also appeal to women. So it's interesting to talk about like, why would it also? Or like maybe there are certain genres that maybe we find more interesting than others. Completely agree. Um, I, I, I love the premise of, of our show. Um, I can't wait to continue making episodes and getting feedback from an audience uh, about our thoughts. And one thing I do want to say is that we do not promote hate of any kind on our show. We're all about love for everybody. And just having a good old time, just me and Sam talking to each other about what we like and talking to you about what we like. And we want to hear from you. We want to, uh, we want you to ask questions um, for further shows. Uh, this, this show is about you too. We're definitely interested in, in hearing, you know, your thoughts. Yeah, we want this to be a space where we can just kind of talk about things we enjoy, you know, talk about media, music, all of that good stuff, and just be able to just have a good time talking about things that we find interesting, that we spend a lot of time with. So I do have a good question for you. So we were, we were talking about concerts a moment ago or a little bit ago. Um, what would you say is the best concert you've ever been to? That would have to be Ozfest. And... Here's why. First of all, it was Ozfest. It was the year that they had the free concert and the seats that we got were out on the lawn and there happened to be a scalper. Hopefully no authorities are listening to this, but there was a scalper that was outside of the uh, arena outside of uh, Philly and he was offering tickets for like actual seats. And we were excited because the seats were under pavilion and it was raining okay so we took a chance we're like okay let's take them let's see if they're legit right they were like 20 dollars a piece we get there the tickets are legit we find our seats but then we see that there's like nobody further up so i being little and sneaky forced our way up to get to like the seventh row and there were bands that were playing before. There was one band that I just love simply for the fact that they made a girl shit her pants. <laughs> because they're called Lord I or Lordy. E. Please forgive me if, I've, if I'm not saying it correctly. But they had all these huge pyrotechnics and they um, were just setting them off, setting them off. And there was this girl that she was wearing white pants at the time. Oh, no. And this pyrotechnic went off. And it was so loud, like it literally shook you. And she, all of a sudden you just see brown. I felt, <laughs> I, I was laughing, but I felt bad at the same time. But they're my heroes because they made a girl shit her pants at a concert. So anyways, um, Ozzy comes on. We're like, yeah, we're inside. We're not getting rained on. All of a sudden the rain machines turn on. So we become soaking wet, probably even more than the, the people on the lawn. And he's just starts, he has this like bubble gun. It's like a soap and he just starts spraying it all over us. And I was, I was totally about it. I didn't care. Um, my phone got damaged. My husband's phone got damaged. Worth it. Totally worth it because we were so close to him and he was just 
just hopping around all over the stage, so energetic, uh, just had his little bubble gun and just spraying it all over us. It, it was it was just one of the best concerts I have ever been to. I loved it, every minute of it, from the girl shitting her pants to being rained out when we didn't even think, you know, being under the pavilion. It was just amazing. Uh, what about you? What was your favorite concert? Oh, that's tough. Honestly, it's probably a tie between two. First one that comes to mind is when I saw Camelot. I think we saw them in 2015 or 2016 when they came to Buffalo. Um, it was like an anniversary gift from my fiance. He um, got us like VIP passes, so I was able to meet them before the show get my photo taken with them. And then we got like early entry with that. So we got to weasel our way literally to the very front. So we were almost exactly front and center for the whole show, which was just amazing. Because um, they're, you know, the more on like the symphonic power metal side of things. So they just put on such a fun, exciting show, just like normally. So it was just really cool to see them like for the first time right up there and being able to see like every member of the band so close, which is something I never thought I would do. That's awesome. So that one, it was just like so cool and just being able to sing along with the crowd and stuff because that's what I love about like power metal in general, but like especially their live shows is the whole crowd is just singing along the entire song and it's just so cool sounding. Yeah, I love that. I love, I would say every single metal show that I have been to, the the crowd, it's, it's like in that moment, like we become family and it's everybody is just so kind to each other. I, I mean, of course you got like the, you know, there's some injuries that happen, but for the most part, the fan base is just amazing. Like you just feel such camaraderie with the individuals that you are around. Um, and the, the, the love that's in the air, even with ghosts, who's like, like kind of a satanic band, you know, you'd think that these people would be like, mean they're not they they're there they just want to have fun they want to they want to see you have fun it's just a great atmosphere oh yeah and I mean I will say I think the other like greatest show I've ever been to um was we went to Edge Fest in Buffalo I think it was 2015 and we went to go see one of the headliners which was Coheed and Cambria we had spent through the whole day of the festival like we were just rained on the whole day caked in mud um it's just a very like cold rainy buffalo new york day and moments before coheed started it just started raining like downpouring and we were like sardines in a can with this crowd like you couldn't move so we were here we weren't gonna leave for him obviously um literally moments before we watched a man get punched in the face and lose a tooth which is just something you would never expect at a Coheed show because they're not that kind of metal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, they're more progressive, like, almost, like, more, like, emo-influenced metal. So it was just really strange. And then I'll never forget the moment that they come out on stage, the lights go on, it's pouring rain, and you just see Claudio there, their lead singer, with all of his beautiful, like, hair, and he just starts playing, and it was just, like, the heavens opened up. It was such, like, a surreal experience seeing that in real life that's awesome that sounds like an amazing experience it was definitely worth the possible hypothermia <laughs> when we left <laughs> it is like i mean 
if a show is good, it does not matter <laughs> what's going on around you because it, it's worth it. It's worth the hypothermia. It's worth getting rained on. It's worth your phone uh, being destroyed. Um, it's, you know, worth shitting your pants. Um, you know, it's just, these shows are just amazing. And the artists, that's, that's what they want. They want to put on a good show. It's, they have a love for the audience that I would say uh, not a lot of other genres have uh, so much anymore. Um, these metal bands, they love their audience. They love their fans. They love their audience. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I've been missing the most, like the past like year and a half, two years with a lot of shows not being able to happen is just missing that connection, like direct contact with the bands and being able to see them in, like, in person. Because that's one of my favorite things about listening to metal and like going to shows is just being able to be part of that like kind of chaotic fun atmosphere for an evening and just being able to just be with a group of people that all really enjoy the same thing and just have a good time. Oh, definitely. It's, you know, the, with COVID and, you know, not being able to go to concerts, it's just, it, for me, it's like a, a little missing piece of my heart. Um, I, I enjoy going to the shows. I enjoy going um, with my friends and just having a good time. Uh, and we really haven't had that um, in the past year and a half because of COVID. Um, so it's, you know, it's been, I think a lot of people are, are uh, you know, getting tired of not being, having that, that human connection. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely not the same when you're watching a live stream concert than actually being there. I've watched a few throughout this just because, like, for me, I still want to support the bands and, like, the artists that I really like. So I try to support them by, like, you know, buying merch, buying vinyl, watching live streamed events, stuff like that. Just so that way they can continue doing this. Hopefully, eventually, when we are past this and can actually start going out and, like, doing more, um, like, large group things so they can actually still be able to tour and do shows. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be very difficult for the for any bands of any genre right now because they, you know, the all touring has stopped. And I believe they make the most money on their tours. Yeah, um, typically. Typically, especially with metal bands. Um, so, you know, they've, they've probably lost a good amount of money, especially if they had to cancel shows. So I'm with you. I'm all about purchasing their... Uh, merchandise just to keep them going because when this is all over and done with I want to go back to the way it was and just go to a show and uh, see the bands that I love exactly like my thought process is the money I would have spent going to concerts and shows I've kind of put into trying to like either buy merch buy vinyl any of that kind of stuff just so I can like at least be supporting them some way so hopefully when we are able to more safely have shows we can actually i can actually go see them it's been rough yeah it'll it'll be awesome it'll be awesome when we go back to to normal um fingers crossed yes fingers crossed um which makes me laugh because i i watched the first episode of what we do in the shadows and Mm -hmm. the guillermo Guillermo, what is his name guillermo guillermo and he's like fingers crossed and they're like (laughs) Don't do that. So now I'm like, now every time we say fingers crossed, I I go. 
<laughs> we'll definitely have to talk about that show at some point because I absolutely adore it. <laughs> Me too. I it makes me, I've been laughing so hard watching that show. It just it's phenomenal. It's a good dark comedy. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, what would you say is like your go to band right now, or go to bands? I've been listening to a lot of Dream Theater, a lot of Typo Negative. Always my go to. Um, been listening to a lot of Cream Strike, a lot of um, Iron Maiden, Dio. It's pretty much the ones that I've been like just nonstop. Uh, some days it'll be a, a Dream Theater day, and then some days it'll be like Typo Negative day, which are two vastly different. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, we all have um, multiple personalities, I think. Where, you know, one minute you're like, I'm totally into typo. And then one minute you're totally want to listen to a dream theater ballad. Oh, totally. Um, so, yeah, that those are the ones for me. What about you? All them witches all the time. I can't stop listening to them. Still a lot of Amigo the Devil too. Zeal and Ardor has been one that I've been super into recently. Um, he just released a couple um, singles that are just amazing. Then we got... Green Lung. Um, they're also like a really fun, um, more like doomy occult rock metal band that I've been into a lot. And then the go-to classic, I can't stop listening to them, is uh, Rammstein. Cannot stop. <laughs> oh, I love Rammstein. Will not stop. <laughs> love Rammstein. I was supposed to see them in Philly in 2020. I keep postponing the show. It hasn't been fully canceled yet, so I'm holding out hope that maybe in 22... I'll finally be able to see them in live, like see them in person live. <laughs> yeah, I've been holding on tickets since 2019 for um, Motley Crue, Poison, and Def Leppard, and Joan Jett since 2019. So I I get how you feel. I also love Rammstein. I think they're awesome. Um, there's actually a lot of great. Uh, German metal bands uh, like the Scorpions that's more like hair metal Rammstein Halloween you can't not love Halloween <laughs> I've also um, kind of Rammstein adjacent Oomph is also really good they're in like that similar like dance metal style that I love a lot of them a lot of Oomph a lot of Rammstein <laughs> And then another, like, really interesting album that I've been listening to, um, she's not really, like, metal, but, like, this, her latest album is, like, at least, like, rock, um, is Halsey. I don't know if you've listened to her latest album. I've, I've heard of Halsey. Uh, she's been recommended to me to listen to, but I have not done so yet. You have to. She's primarily, like, a pop singer, like, that's typically the genre she goes with, but she just released um, an album called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. And it was produced by Trent Reznor. So it it's beautiful. It's not at all just like pop music. It's got a lot of more like grit to it, a lot more teeth to it than a lot of her other stuff. And it's so good. Like you can tell it was produced by Trent Reznor. It's got that like nine inch nails, like grit to it. And it's so good. Oh, I, and I love Trent Reznor. I think he's such a talent. Uh, you know, he, he's he been working with a lot of uh, artists lately. Um, and I have to check that, check her new album out because 
if it's got Trent Reznor on it, it's got to be good. It's so good. It's really good. I recommend it. Like I said, um, she usually does pop, and I love her pop stuff. But this latest album is just like something completely different than what she's been doing. And it's just it's so good. And also the artwork is gorgeous. Same with Miley Cyrus. Um, her her last album, not again, not metal, but like I was getting like Joan Jett mm-hmm. like feels from her last album. Like very um more like gritty, like yeah, like hair metal kind of, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm liking that the artists are kind of going in that direction. We need it. We we need more rock on the radio and we need more heavy metal on the radios even um machine gun kelly going towards uh like that punk uh feel and i prefer it over his rapping um i've been really liking the the stuff that he's been coming out with with travis barker so the two of them have been making a lot of like punk feel music. So I love that. I, you know, whether you come from pop or not, if you're bringing um, punk rock metal to the forefront, I don't care. I appreciate it because we, we need it. We need it on the radio. We need to ha- get people into um, these genres because they're, they're important genres. I'll make a prediction. I think there's going to be like a alternative rock, like a metal renaissance coming up. Honestly, I think that's where a lot of people are trying to go is like the more like heavier, more gritty sounds. So I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more of that kind of stuff popping out from like different, like more like pop artists and things like that. I I hope so, because, you know, um, for me, the last really good um and I'm talking like what's been popular, like on the radio, what, what's been popular um, on the award shows, such such like that, um, is it really isn't rock right now. So I, I want to see that renaissance. I want to see it come back um, because, listen, rock and roll, heavy metal, punk, there, other genres are, are good too, but... For me, um, if you are a young person and you do feel kind of an outcast or you're, you're a little bit different, you march to the beat of your own drum, it's needed. It really is needed it, because it, you need to have a place to fit in and that is where the misfits fit in. Oh, definitely. Like, I've made so many friends just, like, through school and work just because, like, oh, you like this band, too? And then we start talking about music, and then we end up finding out, like, we have a lot in common. It's a great way to, like, meet people. It's a great Mm -hmm. way to just kind of, like, you know, get that energy out or get out, you know, anything. It's really cathartic. Yeah, and it's just, it's music that um, makes you feel. They get you. Like, what they're putting out is is how they felt when they were young and, you know, in school and they were the outcasts. So therefore they get it. Or even depending on the genre. Cause like for me, I also really big into like power metal. It's just epic, you know, like it's yeah. more exciting than real life stuff. Like I'm listening to a song about like 
like a Tolkien almost battle. And that's just more interesting than the shit I'm going through in the day to day. So I'd rather listen to that. <laughs> I love Nightwish. They're more of that like dramatic opera. That was more, they were more, uh, they're still popular, but they really were um, big when I was in my late teens. Um, so like, I totally get it. Like there's just some times where you just want to listen to something fun. Um, another good band like that is ACDC. They, I mean, they just, they're just fun. They're so much fun. Um, Dio, I mean, Holy Diver, you know, it, I mean, sometimes it doesn't make as much sense, but it's just effing phenomenal. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did just get the uh, wrap it up signal from our lovely producer. <sighs> we be wrap it up and uh, we will be back with our second episode, which will be uh, more focused on the horror movie genre. Um, so we can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode and our next episode. Yeah, you should expect the next episode in two weeks. We'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for everybody's support and please follow us. Uh, We will uh, link our places you can follow us um, in the description.